We're back with another episode. Pastor Clint. Hey. How are you doing today? Good. Good, good, good. Um, so we've got a couple things coming up in the life of our church, and I wanted mm-hmm. to just kind of use this podcast today, use this episode as more of a commercial, kind of what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Coming up in the future. All right. So um, let's talk parenting in the gospel. It's okay. coming up February 9th. February the 9th. Yep here at the Mallard Creek campus, Mm -hmm. Um, and Don Whitney is coming in. Can you give us a little bit about Don Whitney, where he's from, what's what's happening there? Yeah, Don Whitney sort of made his mark uh, in the evangelical world and the convention when he wrote uh, his book on spiritual disciplines that sort of brought Mm -hmm. him to the forefront. And then he wrote another one on prayer, uh, praying the Bible, and then one having to do with family worship. He is the uh, professor of spiritual Biblical spirituality at Southern Seminary, mm-hmm. and really just a well-known speaker, leader, uh, great guy. He's a good friend of mine, and so he's going to be here, and he'll do what he's written about when it comes to family worship. Okay, and uh, there's two sessions that evening, and he'll he'll have the whole time right. to um, just talk with us and lead us during that time. And we were very fortunate that he could come. I, when I called him, he had one date, and that was it. Wow! And so it worked out really well. Now he came and did our staff retreat one time right. came and spoke with us and just did a really great mm-hmm. job but he, he's uh he's interesting in the fact that you know y'all have this thing y'all like y'all like the pins well now i'm not i mean i he's next I, level he's you're right he's next level mm-hmm. i do like a good fountain pen right right but he's given him got, you brought mm, you brought that's right mm-hmm. that's a mandarin laying mm-hmm. there you see that yeah, golden uh, sunshine like hello hello yeah. <laughs> yeah. he he uh he loves fountain pens. Mm-hmm. He changes inks. He watches YouTube videos. He knows the ins and outs. He studied handwriting. Uh, he's he's given himself fully to fountain pens. Mm. I remember we were going to go eat one night, and he had to run across the street to a little uh, paper paper shop or whatever. They sold pens there. It was uh, it was interesting mm. to see his uh, his love for he loves stationery right. and, and pens and stuff. Anyway. All of his parenting stuff, family worship stuff. Um, I've read those books. They're great books. They're um, great tips, ideas, all those things from from Scripture. I think it's great. It's going to be a good time for our yeah, parents. Yeah, it'll be great. Mm-hmm. It'll be great having him here. be good yeah. for our church. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So that's coming up February 9th, uh, Mallory Creek Campus. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, you are, we're coming up on your birthday where you will be at that point well over 50 51. Well over mm. 50. <clears throat> this is, yeah, it's, yeah. So we're going to celebrate you. Not on my birthday. Not on your birthday, but this is a celebration for, I guess, maybe somewhat of your birthday, maybe, but also for you being here for, being our pastor for 10 years. No, this has nothing to do with my birthday. It's, I'm going to be here for 10 years. Yeah, but it's just all the same thing. You just kinda. brought that up out of nowhere. Yeah. Forget was, the birthday part. It was just fun. Right. Fun to bring up how old you are. No, I'm teasing. Yeah. So your 10-year anniversary, just talk about, give me some highlights, some of the high points from just the, the past 10 years of your life, being at Hickory Grove, seeing the just the tremendous amount of change that's happened. Can Man, you, it's been something. Yeah, this is the longest I've stayed uh, at a church. Mm-hmm. My first two churches were about three and a half years. You're in seminary, and you're there just learning how to do it. And then I spent five years on staff here at Hickory Grove as a preaching pastor, but just for uh, the Harris campus. And then I came back. I was away for, for six years. I came back in 2010. And uh, it's been something. 
It's been a lot of hard work. The Lord's been kind. He has sustained us. Uh, we've seen a significant change in our church without the thing imploding. The big fear you have is if you're making uh, or leading some of the changes and you know they've got to be sort of fundamental changes, how do you find the threshold? And when you do, how do you keep from going too far mm. into that threshold and uh, damaging the church? When your intent is to provide a real sense of lasting sort of long-term health for the church. And that's been our that's been our struggle, it's been our our <laughs> desire to see just see the church be strong and healthy uh, for the next 25 mm -hmm, years. Mm -hmm. You know, something that um, that a lot of churches do mm -hmm. oftentimes is when you go to kind of make any sort of, any sort of shift or change with some things that you want to do in your church, you can kind of look to another church, find someone who's doing that, kind of been there, done that, and, you know, talk to them, call them, figure out some of the things that they've done, some of the, the things that kind of come up that they weren't expecting or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for us... Yeah, we didn't uh, didn't have many folks we could call and talk to. Right. Just because of our situation. So Hickory Grove's sort of classically uh, the church that grew up and the church growth movement. We used everything to get there. Mm. And then when that sort of fell off, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. And we're, there are just not many in front of us um, that we can model ministry after. So we've mm -hmm. had to piecemeal some of that. Uh, it's been trial and error. Uh, we've learned a lot from other churches that stylistically, size-wise, uh, background are different than we are, mm -hmm. uh, so put, and put just sort of put a whole lot of stuff together. Mm -hmm. I remember something else you said a while back uh, when you know we used the cruise ship battleship thing mm -hmm. before, and um, <coughs> the whole idea of changing from a cruise ship to a battleship is that's a big deal in and of itself. But mm -hmm. we had to kind of do it. I think you said out to sea. We didn't get yeah. a, you, we didn't have a chance to kind of push pause and fix some things. You yeah, if you're going to use the analogy, you know, you're going to change a ship like that. You bring it in, it's in dry dock, mm -hmm. and you fix everything, right. and then you send it back out. Mm -hmm. What we are attempting to do is provide the changes and lead in that change without sinking the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we had to make the changes while we were out at sea. Mm -hmm. I mean, the machine still has to be fed. There's still things that have to go on. We still got to keep the lights on. That's right. And so that was, you know, part of the struggle, not mm -hmm. just the change, how to change without damaging. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, thinking about maybe the next several years, what, what, is that, what does that look like for you just as far as our, our senior pastor, your vision for the church, um, what you want people to um, know and think and feel and be like? Yeah. We talked about some of that a couple of weeks ago in the church. Uh, using the uh, some of the wording from the book we recommended, uh, Habits of Grace, so wanting people to hear God's voice, mm -hmm. to have God's ear. Uh, we added to meet with God's people and share God's message. And so really we're trying to build in disciplines into individuals that then will be reflected corporately of uh, knowing, reading and knowing the Bible and spending time in prayer and then learning to share Christ and then really valuing being together as a congregation which is mm -hmm. not something that's pushed a whole lot. We're, we're seeking to do that to show this is really a really important part of being the church is gathering to worship. So it's my prayer that in the next 10 years, 15 years or so, our church will continue to strengthen in that regard, mm -hmm. that those kind of means of grace provide long-term sustainability. Mm -hmm. So it's not built on a personality. It's not built on a program or a trend. We're trying to build the health of our church on some of those things that have been around from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that 
the best part about all of this is seeing a lot of our people um, and their desire to um, understand the Bible, to read mm. the Bible, first right. of all. Right, just, just to read it. Just open it up and read it every right. day. Right. You know? We have Bible plans that we've given out and that we've encouraged our people to uh, read along with us, um, but also knowing, understanding the gospel and mm. being able to share it everywhere they go. You just be able to articulate the gospel. Right. Was a big challenge is, is get people to where they could uh, say with confidence what it is they believe about mm-hmm. the gospel and how someone goes from not being a Christian to actually being a Christian. Mm-hmm. What is the transaction that happens mm-hmm. and how do they get there? The crazy thing for me is I remember having conversations with people. You know, I'll ask the question, when was the last time you shared your, shared your faith? Or when was the last time you went to the Lord? Blank, mm-hmm. blank stare. And <clears> I'm thinking, <throat> okay, some of these guys have been Christians for a long time. Right. And it's not something necessarily to be ashamed of, but it's definitely something you can say, hey, we can make improvements on this. And, and it's neat to see how, as we've made a lot of these changes over the past 10 years, I've been here 10 years now. I think I beat you here by about six months. You came in August, mm-hmm. and I came in January. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was neat to see um, how a lot of people have grown um, in understanding the Bible, sharing their faith, um, wanting to tell people about the Lord. And, and I think a lot of that, a lot of that has... Um, has happened just in the past 10 years with a lot of the changes we've made as a church. Yeah, we still got a lot to do. Mm -hmm, Uh, One of the things we want to focus on is making uh, membership mean something. So so part of the 80s and 90s approach to doing church that everybody did was inflate the membership. You're trying to get as many people as possible to join, which is a good thing to do. Sure. Uh, But if there's no follow-up, people aren't growing, then Mm -hmm. you end up having a whole lot of people on a roll and uh, very few growing, or at least the ratio is is way off. Mm-hmm. And we want to do a better job of of correcting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember telling a friend <clears throat> when when my wife and I were uh, praying through coming here or whatever. Someone was like, "Man, is that a big church?" I said, "I think it is. It's got like sixteen thousand people mm-hmm. on roll." Right. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've never seen that many. The Lord might even <laughs> have to squint to find those people. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's bad. That was good. That was good. So um, seeing our people get to the point where they can share the gospel, live on mission, um, and uh, do the whole life on life. Mm. How about not using that language? <laughs> I don't want to be doing life together. I don't want to be loving on one another. It's good. It's bad to talk like that. It's life weird. On life it's weird. It's good. You've led us to Let's this, love Pastor. on one another. Let's, we're, Let's we not. I don't want to love on each other. Yeah, no, you've done can a great Can we just love each other? You've done a great job with mm. loving on us. Living life I haven't been with us you. and all that. Man, it's been awesome. Stop that talk now. We learn from you. And so it's been <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> so um, we also have another another big change coming to the Mallory Creek campus mm. is the school. Mm-hmm. So <clears> we <throat> had uh, Dr. Questenberry was on um, several weeks ago and talked a lot about the school. Um, and he kind of spoke from the... Um, the headmaster, head of school, headmaster, principal, whatever point of view. Be head of school. A lot head of, of people school. Call it, yeah. Head of school. Um, but talk to us a little bit about from from the pastoral side of it, from being a senior pastor, looking at it, thinking, okay, here's a school that's going to come into our church. Yeah. Well, our intent, uh, you know, Hickory Grove Christian School started 25 years ago. Thank the Lord for the success over uh, the years that it's been here with us. We decided to move and have uh, another extension of it at our Mallet Creek campus. Uh, we want it to be a, a classically Christian education so that, so that when kids come here, they're learning some of the um, 
classic disciplines along with uh, being saturated with the gospel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that when they're learning to read, they're learning to read what the Bible says, but also the classics. Mm -hmm. So that we're building a really good foundation for our kids. I think it's a great opportunity for our church to provide that kind of classic Christian education. Mm -hmm. uh, what we've striven to do is to make sure we're not really just having a really good school that's like a really great public school where you can take prayer requests right, and call it a Christian school. right. We want it to be one that is fundamentally from top to bottom, mm -hmm. uh, honoring to the Lord, good for kids, points them to the gospel, mm -hmm. and saturates their, saturates their hearts and minds with the gospel. Absolutely. And we're in a good spot, our Mallory Creek <coughs> campus, um, with 485, you know, being completely right. what's well, been done for years now, but um, it's kind of made us a, a regional place, not just a neighborhood kind of church. That's right. Forever, so yep. um, people all in that kind of north, uh, northeast area of Charlotte can can get here to us right. um, re relatively quickly and easily. And so, and that's that's really good. So um, we are looking forward to the school coming to the Mallory Creek campus. It's going to be great. It'll be this fall. Um, there's, I'm sure you can look online and find any sort of information you need as far oh, yeah. as um, yeah. getting connected there. So. Uh, a couple open houses, I think, are even happening. Um, so, anyway, uh, Pastor, today I knew today was going to be short. I just wanted to wanted you to um, speak a little bit to those things. It's good for it to be short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes you know, it's like, too long. Sometimes it's too long. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor, um, as always, thanks for being here today. Um, appreciate your heart. Appreciate your desire to um, um, help parents. Uh, teach their kids and grow in the gospel and um, raise their families right. It's good. Thank Great, you man. for your desire for our church and for each believer and their role here in the church and uh, their role as, as Christians. And um, So um, thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>